Welcome to the Edinburgh Fringe Archive. We go back in time on this podcast, but this week we go even further back. Back in time to 2017, to the 70s, and to Mike Bubbins. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever and whenever you are listening, thank you. Yes, I'm Ewan Spence, your guide into the Edinburgh Fringe Archive. Nearly two decades of podcasting from the Edinburgh Festival, over a thousand interviews and a chance to showcase them all. You could be listening on the podcast, in which case, go find us in your favourite app or directory and give us a star rating. You could be just going straight to the website and pressing play. Hello, that's great. Uh, You can find us in podcast apps, so you can just keep coming to the website. It's edinburghfringe.thepodcastcorner.com. You might even be listening to us on the podcast radio, on digital radio across the United Kingdom, the podcastradio.co.uk. But wherever you are, welcome to Edinburgh. Every, Every August it becomes the arts capital of the world, but I'm here 12 months all round, and there's so many stories to tell. They're all packed into three weeks in the summer but this is just a chance to have a look back at some of those stories and to find out where those people are this week i'm bringing back mike bubbins a welsh comic who has carved out a great little space in the scene as that comic who does the 70s his fringe show from 2017 as i said is quintessential bubbins it's called retrosexual male as he looks back to the 70s what made it great and what we can learn from it and apply to today's world He's continued that mix of cultural time travel right through uh, his 2021 TV series Mammoth, where he plays, and I I love this description, Tony Mammoth, a Welsh PE teacher missing, presumed dead in an avalanche in the Alps in 1979, whose body is found and miraculously brought back to life in the modern day. I'm told it's not a biography, but there we go. (laughs) There's so much going on. Uh, You might have seen him on various podcasts uh, that are going around radio series as well. But we're focusing now on his return to the fringe in 2017, some eight years after his first tread on the boards up here in Scotland's capital. Back in 2017, it was retrosexual male, a return to the 70s, as we always say, a return to the assembly rooms. And remember, the show is already over. You can't buy tickets. Joining me now on the podcast, a man who can only be described as wearing a shirt that is purple and kaleidoscopy, and yeah, Mike Bubbins joins us, and that's a fashion choice for radio, really, isn't it, Mike? Thanks, you. And this is this is a top of the range purple paisley shirt. Yeah, it's stunning. You're very kind. You're it very, it, very it kind. typifies the show, or it typifies you. A little bit of both, really. I mean, this is what I would wear day to day. Obviously, the one on on stage is more metallic. More metallic. Shows off the, in the lights. That's fair enough yeah. then. Tell us yeah. about the show, Mike. The show's called Retrosexual Mail. It's one of the assembly rooms, George Queer Studio, 6.30. It's about, I suppose, about modern life and how I don't really fit into it, as well as people would like me to, maybe. My wife and my kids, for one. But, I mean, uh, yeah, so it's a, it's, a, it's a show about modern times and, and my, yeah, and my being a loggerhead with it, really. 
So this the 70s. Tell mm. us tell us what was good about the 70s. Oh, I could, I could and and not, not what's lyrical. good that you see in the show. What's was actually good about well, the well, 70s? For me, I mean, for me, it was it just seemed there was there was things were a lot more real in the seventies for me. You know, there, there was no obviously there was no internet, there was, there was no mobile phones. So it sounds like your halcyon days. But you know, if you wanted to go and play with your mates, you play with your mates. You didn't play with them on a PlayStation. You know, three streets away. If you wanted to go on holiday, then you go with your family. You go on holiday somewhere. You, you wouldn't go somewhere that was designed for you to have fun, like like a Euro Disney or something like that. You'd go somewhere and you'd make your own fun. You know, that, um, if you wanted to take a take your car out and the car broke down, you wouldn't have to get the AA out with a with a laptop and plug it in. You know, you'd, you'd get the boot open. You and your old man would open the bonnet and take the spark plugs out and give it a... I mean, it just seemed like everything was a bit more real then. Food was more... So I love sports. I, I taught P for years. I just think sport was more real. Less money in it. There was, you know, there was a lot of amateur sport. People playing it because they loved it. So people had other lives. They, they had, they had more, more, more stories to tell. They, they were better. I think they were more rounded characters then, you know? I think people now, whether they're actors or sports people or TV people, they seem to be thrust into that early on, and that's, that defines them. You know what I mean? Like the, the whole reality TV thing. People like Kim Kardashian, I don't mention her in the show, I mean, good, luck, good luck to her, but why is she famous? She's famous because she's famous. I don't get that, right? I, it, I, it sounds to me like one of the things that you like about the 70s is the slower pace. Fame oh, is definitely. now, sleep fame is now faster, talking is faster, getting in touch with people is faster. Yeah. It sounds to me that what you liked about the 70s was that you got bored. <laughs> well, we, if you got bored, then you'd find ways to amuse yourself. You'd read a book, or, or, you'd, go to the, or you'd go to the cinema, or you'd, you'd go for a, you know, you'd go and see something, or, or meet people, right? You, you, you can be as bored as you want to be anytime you want to be bored, right? You can be bored now, but I just think with, with TV, for instance, right? The fact that it's twenty-four hours a day TV with two hundred channels, I don't think that's a good thing. I think most of that is. Is not. I, mean, I nearly swore then. You, you did, yes. Thank you very much. Most yes. of that's not very. Have good. a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, the seventies. Have a bovril. It just fills time. Like it's like twenty-four hour news. You know, people people are terrified these days about what's going to happen in the world. Super scared about everything, because they've got to fill up news channels with news twenty-four hours a day. So if some bloke gets killed in San Francisco, it's all over the news here for five days, and you think there's murderers everywhere. And it's not. You know, back in the day, that uh, the seventies was no safer than it, than it is now. Wouldn't have thought. People think it. I just think. People are more scared now. Could you lift this show yeah. in a metaphorical time machine yeah. and do it in the 70s? I think it could. Well, you, uh, yeah, that, that's an interesting question. You and, yeah, I, I mean, obviously not at the Fringe because the Fringe comedy scene didn't, really didn't kick off till the 80s. But when yeah. you talk about, you know, the, you still had the comedy clubs, you had the working men's clubs in the north, you had the rise of people like Paul Daniels, like Frank Carson mm-hmm. and, and so on. So I... How, because it sounds like you're talking about the 70s in the same way that the 16 and 17-year-olds coming to the fringe talk about the 2001. Yeah, you can't even name this decade. No. Come on, thanks very much. So can you just drop it in? Well, obviously, there's, uh, without spoiling too much, there's, there's jokes in there and there's setups and, there's, and there's, there's traditional comedy there, like there's setups and punchlines. But, I mean, a lot of the, the humour, I think, in the show is, is from contrasting modern day with, with then, right? So that you wouldn't have that contrast in the 70s. I could talk about the future... To people in the seventies, it would blow their mind. I'm sure. So you, it would be a different show. But, you know, if, if I went back, oh God, you know, please God, one day I can travel back to the nineteen seventies for real, right? If I went back to nineteen seventy six and talked about life in twenty seventeen, uh, then I'm sure there'd be humour in that for a seventies audience. You know, just about. It's just like I said at the top. It's just a fish out of water. So it doesn't matter if you're 
if you're coming forward in time or going back in time. It's the contrast is where the humour is. How do you narrow that contrast down to get the hour's narrative in Edinburgh? That's the tough thing. I mean, I, I had a probably about an hour and a half of stuff uh, in the first previews, and you just sort of narrow it down, narrow it down, to get to, like, the sort of 55, 56 minutes you're at now. Um, yeah, and it's not, it isn't easy, but, I mean, that's, that's part of, of doing an Edinburgh hour, isn't it, you know? Um, I could quite happily do a two-hour show on that, but you've got them do it in 55 minutes. So, um, yeah, it's, what, what I don't want to do, and I mentioned this, is I did, didn't want to alienate people who are sort of under 35, Right, so you because Edinburgh there's quite a young crowd here, right? So you want something that's going to appeal to people from, you know, 18 to 80, really. Um, so I, I said I didn't want to alienate young people. I wanted to alienate everybody, and that's the key. I, mean, I want to alienate old people as well. So that's a very British way of looking at humour. We'll just alienate everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I want you all if everybody's just as upset as everybody else, <laughs> we're good. If the only person who gets it is me, we're all happy. That's you know what I mean. Right. Okay. Magic wand. You can bring one ethos from the 70s forward to 2017. One ethos. One ethos from the 70s. Oh, having to earn... And one Aramis and then one Dog Tanya. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> if I could bring one ethos, that's a good one. It would be that you had to earn celebrity. You had to earn fame. You know, you had to do something. If you're a writer, you had to write something good. If you're a singer, you had to sing something good. A musician, play something good. If you're a comedian, you know, you know be a good comic on stage. Yeah. That would be, would be the... Whatever you're at in life, you've earned being there which I think happened more in the 70s than it does now. Mind us when the show is on? Uh, 6.30 uh, every night in the assembly rooms, George Square Studio 4. Lovely. And if you want to find out more information about you, Mike, you've got a presence online or yeah, you can Mike send Bubbins, a an envelope and a postcard? I or? can do that. We can send a envelope. Um, MikeBubbins.com is the website, very 70s website. Have a look at that. It's a great website, to be fair. Uh, to be fair, there weren't any websites in the 70s, so it's were. just a best guess. If you... If you had a website in the 70s, it would look exactly like my friend Richard made this look. So MikeBubbins.com and then at MikeBubbins on Twitter and then, uh, yeah, Mike Bubbins Comedian on Facebook. Okay, final question. Uh, but first I need to check something. Were yeah, you a BBC check. or an ITV kid? Oh, I was BBC. What was the phone number for Swap Shop? Oh one eight double one eight zero five five. In one. Mike! Thanks for your time. You and thanks, man. Cheers. Take care. Mike Bubbins there, recorded in 2017. As of now, he's set to go back out on tour in February 2023. It's rescheduled from 22. Details on the show and links to your tickets and all the stuff are back at his website, www.mikebubbins.com. And of course, we will have that link back on our website as well, edinburghfringe.thepodcastcorner.com. Mike's also teasing that there will be details on the return of Mammoth to the TV screen sometime in the next 12 months as he continues to be a man in time and out of time in the cultural landscape. And I'm not quite sure now I've read that back is whether I meant Tony Mammoth or Mike Bobbins, but I do think they're kind of interchangeable. Anyway, you can also listen to Mike uh, with uh, the talents of Ellis James and Steph Guerrero over on the Socially Distant Sports Bar pod, uh, distantpod.com. And uh, you can listen to more interviews from the Edinburgh Fringe Archive with myself, Ewan Spence, next week here on the podcast. In August, we are every single day, but right now we're giving a little flavour of Edinburgh every single week. Thanks for listening. Catch you in seven days' time. to for now.
You've been listening to the Edinburgh Fringe Show, hosted by you and Spence, produced by The Podcast Corner. Listen to more from The Fringe at edinburghfringe.thepodcastcorner.com. Thank you.